as well. The Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. Sure is. Ben's actually on his way back from the Northern Territory, I think. Yeah, they've done a lot to the showroom over there too. Haven't they? Doesn't it look good? Yes, it does. Mm, it's very special. Mm, very it's been good. a long time. That was supposed to happen 12 months ago. Oh, well. But then COVID. Exactly. Mm. Not much you can do about it. No, that's true. Donny, how are you? I am uh, fantastic. Really? Mm. Looking forward to this weekend? Yes, much so. Mm. Much so. Very nervous. Are you? Yeah. Well, Already? Yeah, well, it's um, been a big week. We've been... <laughs> Myself and Vinny Utica is one of my selectors. We've been in Majura Monday, Tuesday. Mm. We coached under-14s last night, and then we're back there tonight to announce the side. So. But you're going to announce it now for yes, us. It's a scoop. Yes, it's a scoop. We get an exclusive. It's yes. about bloody time yes. you gave me an exclusive. Yes, no, it hasn't been announced in the Sunraysia Daily or anywhere as yet. They've only seen the 26 that we picked on Tuesday night, but we've cut that back to our final 22. Barring right. no injuries tonight, hopefully. Well, how did you go after last week? Was there any injuries? Yeah, we copped a couple actually last week. Um, Dallas Wismore from Ogan. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he got concussion. So, so that, is that 12 days 12 mandatory days out? 12 mandatory, gone. <sighs> yes. Um, Tyler Curtis from South Majora copped a pretty bad cookie in on his, um, on his thigh. Mm-hmm. Um, probably could play, but we're not going to take anyone in that's 80% fit. Yeah, we yeah. want to make sure they're 100. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, apart from that, we're probably only four to five players off our best side. Wismore's a big loss, though. Yes, it is. He was he was our running carry man across, mm. especially you, you would have been at Sea Lake Oval, how mm-hmm. big the Yeah, he's are. big. Yeah, yeah, so he would have loved it. So, yep. um, and he was really disappointed on Sunday when he rang me. So I got the, I got the message three-quarter time when I was running on Saturday. Oh, really? <laughs> Samuel <laughs> came out for me phone and said, Dad, um, Ben Ridley's just texted you. He's another selector and said, yeah, Wismore's yeah. gone down with um, concussion. I said, oh, oh shit. no. And also Luke Stanbrook got injured on the weekend too. He would have been our, probably our full forward, but not oh. to be. So um, like I said, probably only four to five players off our best side. Mm-hmm. It's actually probably the first time in a long time we actually had to cut players from the squad. Usually they drop out or fall away, but we had to. We dropped eight on Tuesday night and we've got another three tonight to, to cut Oh, disappointing. But I suppose when the coach is up and about saying this is – like we want to actually make a push and make interleague worth playing for. Yeah, definitely. um, Because it did sort of drop off – Oh, like the importance of it. Game for no. 10 years. But so. the way when they change the the structure of how yeah. interleague works and the divisions and all yeah. that, the importance of of playing kind of fell off a bit, especially if you're you know, if you're earning good coin to come and play for your local club and you get injured in an interleague game puts you out for a month, then why yeah. would you do it? But oh, but still you- you can be a big fish in a little pond. Of course you can. But if you want to be a big fish in a big pond, go and test yourself against the best. Exactly. See what happens. You know, Righto. Um, right, from the back line, we've got uh, Ben Galbraith from Imperials. Our very own Braden Turner will start full back. And we've got uh, Zach Wanden from My Rimple. Nick Mead from My Rimple. He will be our captain. Okay. Nick Mead. Yep. Matt Mancini from Imperials, our centre half back, and a young kid who wasn't originally in the squad, but we included him after Wentworth played Romvale at Romvale. We were very impressed with him, and mm. he, he's a gun. Mm. He's Campbell Davidson from Wentworth. Okay. Very good player. Yep. Uh, Jackson McEwen from South Majora, a new player in the competition. Uh, Lucky Murdoch from Wentworth. Another one of our very own, Ryan Middlebrook. Of course, Jets has got to be in that uh, squad, doesn't he? 
probably sitting second or third in the McLeod medal at the moment, I think. Is he really? That's all right. My personal opinion, yeah. anyway. My personal opinion is he still needs to come and fix my wall, but anyway, yeah. that's another story. And the guy that's probably just in front of Rhino in the McLeod medal is Josh Carmichael from Merbeen. Yep. I think everybody's seen him first round and seen how good he was. Yep. So. Then we've got Jared McNally from Imperials, another young kid from Wentworth, Jack Cottrell, mm-hmm. a very good player. Nick Penazzini from Irimple. We got a good close look at him on Saturday. He kicked five on us. <laughs> yeah. so. Then we got Bradley Valens from um, Oyen mm-hmm. United and Luke Hickey. You can't have an interleague side without a Hickey in it. So <laughs> we've included Luke who kicked seven on the weekend. So he's in good form too. Wow. On the bench, we got, oh, sorry, our rucks are Reese McNally from Imperials, Ash Rowe from Merbeen, and Daniel Tung, another new player into the competition who's. Absolute jet, absolute jet. Yep. So um, really looking forward to watching him play on the weekend. He's from Merbeen. Alex Morris from Oyen. Another young kid who is been just jumping at the bit to play is Dom Scalino from South Majura. Saki Nelson from Majura and Josh Dean from Majura. So awesome. That'll be our final 22 as long as we don't get any injuries tonight, which will be Thursday night training. But, yes, um, probably like we just said off air, probably the first time in a long time that, Blokes want to play in daily footy, which yeah, has been good. Which is really good. Yeah. I think it's probably a credit to you, Donnie. Oh, no, not just me. Another bloke by the name of Jeff Hoskin. He's, yep. uh, he's a representative from the league that's taken interleague, interleague as his portfolio. Mm. Uh, he's been great. He raised $10,000 in sponsorship. Wow. So the players will receive a polo top, a hoodie, mm-hmm. a cap, mm-hmm. and a bag. Wow. Tonight and presentations. We've got presentation tonight at the Gateway, which is a major sponsor. Yep. So they'll they'll get that. Um, and obviously free drinks on the way home. <laughs> that's gonna be the best part of it. I don't know. I, was gonna say, I don't know whether that's something you should oh well after the game you mean. After the game. So yes. you're taking a bus? Yes, actually yeah. Safina's bus lines. Oh really? Yes, nice. Um, done a really great deal for us, Pat and Jamie. Yep. So um That's often the best bit. Yeah, Jamie and uh, Pat done a great deal. We got a they gave us two buses, one for the under eighteens and one for the uh seniors. Which, so different buses even. Yes. Wow. Yeah, two buses. So the under eighteens will leave at I think quarter past seven from Rumbow. And the senior group will leave about eight o'clock from Rumbow. Go quarter to Majura, past- pick them up and oh, go through. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that seems yeah. early to get over to Birchip. Four guys made it in the under eighteen squad. Oh, yeah. Who's that? Um, Jesse Stevens. Yep. Ricardo, your man, Ricardo Liparotta. That's my boy. And Mola. Yep. Pola. Tommy's boy. Yeah. Mola. Yep. Yeah. And um, Joseph Mezzatesta. Of course he did. So yep. we'll have six blokes representing our club on That's Saturday. That's awesome. I don't know about netballers. I'm not sure. So. Well... Not that I know of. <laughs> well, but there's an under seventeen game and a senior game. Is there? Yes. Yeah. Well, um, don't know. I haven't. Mm. I haven't heard I know anything. Aidan Natalie's going to Shepparton on Sunday. Yeah, because she's and I'm umpiring in Shepparton on yep. Sunday as well. Ada and um, there's one other that are playing. So it's one of the association championship games. Yep. There's three tournaments and then association champs at the end yep. of the season, um, which is really good for juniors because there's yep. always scouts there. It's good for junior umpires and yes. and everything. So it's good that Robin Bale's being represented, but I haven't yes. heard about any senior players, but um, we've got training tonight. We didn't have a Tuesday training this oh, week. Okay. Yep. Cinder we, League. Like I said, we trained under 14s last night, so yep. that was good. Got it out. Boys done a big session, a running and a, a circuit, which was mm. good. Good. So I don't think they can walk today, which is really good. That's all right. Then they can not train tonight and not get injured. Yes. Well, the only Rombar side actually to have a win last Saturday. Yeah. Now what happened? Because you, you, Felix and Ricardo were all predicting that we would have a win against Imperial. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, oh, we lost Justin Aileen and obviously Leon Johnson before mm. the game, which mm. didn't help. Um, and you still had obviously had uh, Gilly out. Then we brought in Clayton Taylor and Trav. Probably Clayton's probably underdone. Way under them. Yeah. They both done hamstrings again. Oh, did they? Yeah. So God that was sake. a gamble that we shouldn't have took. No. Um, yeah, no, just never in the hunt. Never in the hunt. Just gave up. Just yeah. gave up. It's probably one of the worst performances I've seen. But young kids are going to do that. You know, they, they've been up and about for a long time. They're going to have a bad week. Mm. And they definitely had a bad week. And so. I reckon uh, interleague for netball and footballs come at exactly the right Perfect. time. We yeah. all, all need a rest. Yeah. After putting in pre-season yeah. – and then the first five rounds, yeah. we all need a break. Yeah. So um, I think I think it's coming a good time, especially the seniors get a few injury injured blokes back on the track. Mm. Uh, should get Gilly back next game. Really? Well, I wouldn't really? play him because we've got to buy the week after. Yeah. So, so wouldn't you him, just but, leave him until after the buy? But yeah, I, I got no no. No decision on that. I can't. Well, neither do I. But so. I like to err on the side of common sense. Mm. And if it was me. Yep. I'd wait until the week after. But. Yes, that'll be common sense. But anyway, we're just going to go away and have a good win this week and hopefully I'll come back with a smile on my face on Saturday night. And a cup to sit on the table. That'd yeah, be really nice. Yeah, and I actually um, I've got your cousin's 40th birthday party on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, the, I know. Have you got it? <laughs> well, except I've got to go to Shepparton, oh, so true. I can't go. I was and, devastated, um, though, because I'd love to go and drink Mick's I, sh- I actually told sick Mick that... Um, <laughs> There might be 20 other guys coming with me if we had a win and drink piss on him. So. Well, fair enough too. He doesn't shout much. He can much. afford it. He doesn't shout Exactly. Much. When was the last time he shouted a beer? Oh, he can afford it. Never. Exactly. He's one of those blokes when it sees shout, he goes to the toilet. He never see him. Yeah. So, he would still have the first dollar he ever earned, oh, he's Michael. He's a tight ass. He is yeah. a massive tight ass. So hopefully um, – We'll get the blue label out and celebrate on Saturday night. So. <laughs> yeah, good. If you buy it, then right. sure. No, yeah. no, you're right. No, so hopefully oh, – I'm really excited. Can't wait. Mm. Um, one more box to tick tonight at training and we're into it. So good. That is good. Mm. It's very good news. Yeah. What else is going on? You doing not much yet? Um, what am I doing? Did you get any rain last weekend? Yes, we had about half an inch. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, right. We had 20 mils too. Yeah, yeah. But it was really patchy it seems. Mm, oh, well – at Damascus Road Farm had uh, 12 mil and yep. Lay Road we only had about seven. Yeah, right. And Trenton Farm didn't have one drop. Really? Not one drop. Yeah. There was Isn't a dust that... storm there the other day. You couldn't see. That's wow. how bad it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yet the um, they must have had some at Shaggy Ridge Road because yep. the motocross track was in perfect yeah. condition. So beautiful for them oh, good. to have yeah. a day and they've got a practice day this Sunday. Mm. And that's what you want, a bit of yeah. wet dirt. Oh, look, I just hope it does rain for the – for the farmers, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know a couple of these guys in my interleague side have um, been sowing for a couple of weeks now. Got mm. twenty thousand acres in out at uh, towards Lake Coleraine. Yep. So they need a drink now. So hopefully they can get it. Yeah, uh, they really do, especially um, out there. But yeah, not much happening really on the farms. Everyone's finished picking, I think. Um, waiting to get paid. Yeah, right. Happy days. Mm, so. There's still some being exported though. There's still a lot in cool rooms and stuff, yeah, isn't there? But yeah, China's probably getting worse from when we spoke last week. Yeah. So, um, I know yeah. Dad's still been up and down the highway doing inspections and yeah. biosecurity. Yeah. He actually did say to me the other day he must have been doing something at um, at Leslie's yep. transport and he'd come across Jackson. And yep. we were talking about the footy. I don't know. You'd come up in conversation. This is on Sunday, Mother's Day or whatever, yep. and you'd come up in conversation about because we were talking about interleague. 
And he did say to me, then, geez, Jackson's a good operator. He's a really good yeah, operator. I went, yeah, oh, he's, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that's no, he nice does his feedback. job really well there. Yeah. Really well. Yeah, I'll tell you the other bit of feedback that I had last week. This is after the um, – and this is from outsiders, and I like getting feedback, yeah. especially positive feedback, from people that are not from Robin Bar. Uh, we had the, the, the final opening of the Community and Learning Hub, a.k.a. the library. Um, and we're talking to Mark Jepp about that a little bit later on, but um, – the CEO and the mayor both said to me afterwards, after all the ceremonies and things were done, that I must be really proud of my Robin Vale community. And I nearly got a tear. I had it's to good. shove a dim sim in my mouth yeah. to, like, yeah. stop it. Um, but I thought, geez, it's nice when other people can see that. Ah, uh, It's awesome. Yeah. Our little town's awesome. Yeah, so, you it know, really is. Yeah, mm. It cops a lot of flack from people outside. Yeah, but now they're starting to see the how awesome are- it is. And correct me if I'm wrong, the people that actually given us a flack used to be ex Romvale people anyway that have moved away. So if you're looking at the uh, the social feedback, then yeah. yes, yeah, you're probably right. You know, and um, they should just remember where they're brought up in mm. this great little town of ours. And you know, it, yeah, things have changed, mm. yeah, cultures have changed, and people have changed, but it's still Romvale. Mm. So you know, and we still love it. And I wouldn't bring my kids up anywhere else. No, so. that's it. And um, we will in a couple of weeks. There's a couple of politicians coming here to make a bit of an announcement. Yep. Um, I can't say anything until then. I don't think. Yeah. I might get a media release tomorrow, but I don't think I can say anything until yeah. then. Um, but that focuses on because I ran my whole election campaign on, you know, focusing on youth for the future, yep. uh, development and progress. And this covers all of that. Good. So Good. I'm really, it's something I've been a bit of a prickle in yep. council sock about and our state MPs, not only Ali's, but um, Mark Jepp, who is the Northern yeah. uh, Victoria Legislative Council. I have to remember the council and assembly. So the upper house. Yep. Um, he's the one that's coming in a couple of weeks. But I think so the people Rumble got it. And I don't give you praise very often, but people Rob I've got to take their hat off to you, Jade. Oh. Because you have represented our town very, very well. I need to. Um, you won't get that out of my mouth no. very often. But, <laughs> but I've got it recorded now. Yeah, but no, you have done a great job. And, you know, I know personally the amount of time and effort it takes for you to do. Some people mightn't, but, you know, being a mum, a wife, running a business and on council – and a podcaster. You left out podcaster. There you go. Oh, oh yeah. I'll give it. Oh shit, not that one. <laughs> that, it's probably is an unpopular opinion to some as well. But, <laughs> Thanks, Donny. So where's our mate Charlie? Bit, What's he up to this week? He's working. Shit, two he's, weeks in a row. Yeah, I know. He right. get holidays from month out. <laughs> two weeks in a row. But I did. So Piney Ford have jumped up on board as sponsors again, and I have um, had the pleasure of taking the AU Falcon for oh, a test cool. drive. With Charlie, yeah, because we had this conversation about how he's lost touch with the common man. <laughs> was, he, you... <laughs> was he a common man to start with? <laughs> well, probably not. But when you have a look at some of the things that he's done, like he's been in Byron Bay, he's been in South Yarra test driving a Tesla, mm. and there was that other little incident that happened labor. at the same. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> he visits a barbaresso on yeah. the regular. He only gets his coffee from barista. You know, yeah. all this must yeah. be nice, Yuffie. Charlie. Yuffie. Yeah, Yuffie. yeah, completely. Mm. So, and then when he did take his endurance to Ben last time <laughs> for a service, Ben gave him 
the AU. <laughs> yeah. And he cracked it. Whoa. Because, you know, he's the star of the Pioneer Ford commercial. Mm. So he expected. He, he actually wanted to. Well, no. Could you imagine Charlie in a V8? I don't <laughs> think it's so. It's Charlie we're talking about. Exactly. So you wouldn't put him in a V8. Oh. You'd put him in a Puma <laughs> before that. But so I wanted to actually take him and the AU for a test drive. So we're going to listen to a bit of the audio from that and have That'd a bit of videos. Yeah. So, um, but we've got. So the school have also got another 200 grand for an inclusive playground. Really? Yes. So we're going to go and talk to Mark Jepp later and not about the big announcement that's coming in a couple of weeks. This but big announcement, you really want to – I really, really do. Well, because you can't I, wait, can you? I can't wait because I've been – I have been – this has been the thing that I mentioned day one when I walked into council, what is going yeah. on with this, and now it's finally got – it's finally come off and I can't bloody say anything for a couple of weeks. I don't want to steal his thunder because, no, you know, that's – it's that's politics, cool, but, but keep it under your head. That's one thing I've learned. I will, I, especially coaching this side here. Unless oh, some of these guys here, unless I see him on the bus, mm. yeah, you still got you worry about him. Really? It's actually easier coaching under 14 than this side here. <laughs> oh, God. I suppose under 14 don't one have guy drivers' licenses. That's been telling me what I want to hear. Oh, for about three weeks, and yeah. now all of a sudden doesn't want to play. So I, I've just. I've just not given him any of my energy this week. Every yeah, time enough. he rings you, I don't even answer the call. I've got players that want to play, blokes that want to make excuses. It's a league matter. I'm pretty sure the league's going to come down on a couple of guys next week and suspend them. Really? Putting their hand up to play. Yep. Fair income. Because yep, that's, that's a how thing, serious isn't it? they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I'm in the job next year, we've got long-term plans. Mm. Um, we want to, now with the new complex in Majura, the footy ground, we want to make this a, a marquee game mm. at in March, mm-hmm. so we want to get oh, cool. a SANFL club to come down and, and play against us. Yep. So it gives some of these young kids exposure, and even if you get someone like your man Ricardo and James Zapier, yeah, young Meza, yep, they play in these sort of games, get exposure. Mm. Who knows where they could go? Well, so that's exactly I right. I think the way it's gone now, we've got to get them to come to us and watch us play because it's just too hard for us to travel these days. Yeah, yeah. It's hard work. Yeah, unless you're going to fly blokes everywhere and how expensive is that? Yeah, if we can get that marketing game, you might draw a few extra recruits in to want to play that. Mm. So um, that's it. We've got a good vision for this. Um, The league seems to be backing us on what we want, Mm. which is good. Um, And, yeah, sky's the limit. We'll get this. We want to get our league back into the top ten where it should be. That's our our aim, yeah, 100%. to play against the best. Yeah, that's that's what we want to do. So mm. We don't do things half-hearted. We want to have a crack. We want to do it. So, well, that's exactly right, Donnie. First of all, we've got to have a win Saturday. That's that's the main thing. So. Well, let's get that out of the way um, against North Central Football League. It's over there, isn't it? Yes, yep. 12, uh, 12 o'clock under-18 game starts. Yep. And then we follow at two um, in typical – Mally flashing. <laughs> we have to be out of flashing. Fashion, flashing. sorry. Flashing. <laughs> yeah. Fashion. We have to be out of the ground and out of their club rooms by 5 30 because they've got a dead ball. Have so they really? Got, got oh my God. <laughs> Is that the Birchard Footy Club dead ball? No, it's at Sea Lake. Oh, Sea Lake. Lake. Sorry, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it the Sea Lake Footy Club dead ball? Must be. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it must be. It could be. They have a couple over in Sea yeah, Lake so and they're still big deals. So. Got it. Yeah, I look, no, fair enough too. Yeah, yeah. Could I'm, be I'm, the college actually. Yeah, so it's, well, that's where the school, the footy over is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, we have to be out by 5.30, which is great. <laughs> we, we might even help them set up. Who knows? <laughs> could give them hands. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, one of your, probably a bloke that you know will be playing for North Central this week. Sully? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. He's not 50. He'd be, well, I'm 41. He'd be 40, 39, 40. I thought he was older than that. No, no, no. Yeah. No, he looks older. Than, he had, look, we had fun during our youth. <laughs> so He no, wasn't in the original be... squad, but he um, 
He got included last night. So. Oh, did he? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he he's probably not quite forty yet, but he wouldn't be mm. far off it. I don't mm. think. Um, but that's good. He's still playing good footy, don't he? Yeah, so, no. Um, yeah, that's one guy we're gonna have to watch anyway. Yeah, and so. he's like six foot. What is he? Six foot six. Oh, yeah, he's six gone. foot five, six so, foot yeah. six. Yeah, and he's still playing good footy. Yeah. So. so that's one guy. That's probably the only name I recognise in the whole list. So have you seen the the rest of their yes, list? Yes. And none others that you reckon. There's no uh, Rences in there. No, no Rences. Um, Summer Hayes. Yep. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Joey would be too old to be playing interleague. I would who's imagine. That? Joey Summer Hayes is from Sea Lake. He, but now he's the um, Joey. No, it wasn't Joey. It no, was. he's the principal at Lake Boga. It was John. John Summer Hayes. Mm. Mm. John. Interesting. Do you know a Billy McInnes? I do. Big Cat. He used to play for Warrenine. You'd know him. He's playing. Yeah, okay. He's a good player. He, again, he's he'd be six foot three. Yeah. Um, yeah, his nickname's Big Cat. Yeah. For a Braden, good reason. Great, and we get the job on him. Yep. And then the Donnans. Yeah, yeah Joel Donnan. them playing. All the brothers. Wade. Yep. Wade, Kane, and... Joel? Joel is a coach. Oh, is he? Trent, yes. Trent, okay. Yeah, oh, right. See, Trent would be... I don't want to say they're getting on, but... He'd be early 30s maybe. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. That's where their strength will lie in their midfield yeah. with them guys, I think. Yeah, so. Wade Donnan's a jet. Mm. All the Donnans are. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I've been getting told all week. <laughs> that sounds like a good side already, Don. Yeah, they got them. And then um, the only other guy I knew was Max Chassari from South Majora. He plays up that way now. Yeah, okay. So, um, but, yeah, that's about it. Oh, mm. we're talking to Trevor again, Trevor Ryan again yeah. this afternoon. Will so, you? Yes, I spoke For to him. For some intel? Day. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, no, Trevor's becoming my best friend this week. So. <laughs> that cracks me up. Wouldn't it be good if we could get him over here? So he's coaching Birchip at the moment. Yes, they're three and two, he told me. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Something like that. Or two and three, one or the other, yeah. yeah. Would you consider doing – I know you're interleague coach now and you, you consider this year, I suppose, club apprenticeship. But would you consider doing an apprenticeship under a coach like Rowdy? Oh, why not? Yeah, why wouldn't Jesus. you? Jesus. Yeah. You know, what he could actually show you, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and – not just from the old school, but from the new school as mm. well, because he's been around the system now. Yeah, so the AFL system. Yeah, so. he's well, been in and out. Like, that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I don't think I'll be travelling to Birchip. No, but he could travel <laughs> over here. Oh, look, it was amazed me why a club didn't pick him up to actually. Yeah, coach. I couldn't. Um, well, Birchip have now. Yeah, but, oh, but I can't in believe. Our area, yeah, Asia, yeah. Know, yeah. Like, he's yeah. We've got. Greg, um, Scotty Griggs doing our bench coach, and, yep. and Trevor would be just as good as him. Uh, if not uh, better. Oh, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. Well, but yeah, I don't yeah. know Scott. I know yeah. Trevor because oh, Scotty, I've been Scotty associated. With... On. Don't worry about that. Oh, he knows his stuff. Yeah, I could imagine. So, I could ima- uh, I've heard nothing but good things about him. Yeah, yeah. But knowing Trevor and having sat down and talked yeah. footy with Trevor, at l- I've known Trevor since I was 10. Yeah. So, um, and I've seen him coach. I've seen yeah. him on the job and I've seen him on the bench and I've seen him in change rooms. So yeah. I know how his pupils dilate and that's yeah. all he sees. Yeah. Like it's hard to get two words out of him unless it's about footy. But he calls a spade a spade. Correct. So he's when I spoke to him with their original squad, he, he gave me a few pointers and I know he wasn't lying to me because he wouldn't bullshit to me. No, so. he can't bullshit. Yeah. He exactly. hasn't got that gene so, in him. But he's, um, he's actually going to Adelaide to watch his son play this weekend. Yeah. Well, his family are living over in Adelaide, in yeah. Adelaide and yeah. he's over here. Yeah. yeah which One is- boy comes back each week to play, Josh. Oh, and Lockie's playing over in – so Lockie and Josh 
are twins. Yes, their godparents are my mum and dad. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Small world. Yeah. yeah well, so Josh, really. Josh didn't get in an interleague squad or might want to play. It's not actually compulsory for them to play. Yeah, I knew that. Um, so he, I don't know what the story was there, but um, obviously he would have been good enough, I think. Yeah. Oh, he'd be good enough. Yeah, so um, Trev told me that he only had two players, I think, that were going to put their hand up to play. Yep. So. Wow. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, we, we got a balance of every team bar Recluse. Recluse didn't get anyone in. How come? It's pretty hard when you're sitting on the bottom. Well, I was going to say, was there yeah. no one that yeah. you could slot in? There's a couple that, yeah, that probably one or two years are young kids. Fringe but, players, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, you look at the majority of our players are made up from the probably top three sides at the moment. Yep. Yeah, Ronvald's got two. I think South Majura's got four. Imsa got five. Yep. You know, Orimple got four. So, yeah, yeah. look, Oyun, who probably haven't won a game yet, they've only got the two. Yeah. So, yeah, basically your top sides are going to get it. I think yeah. in, the, in the North Central, C. Mm. Leighton and Daly got eight. Yeah, right. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. They've been such a dominant club yeah. over there for so long. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how Braden and Jets go. I think Braden will really step up here. Yeah, he doesn't he, look out of place at training. No, I can imagine. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes he kind of looks like he's not being challenged yeah, exactly. here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Jets yeah. is a bit the same. Oh, yeah. You know, well, they, they're actually, kind of a bit complacent. Rhino's going to relish just running across the wings. Yep. You know, he's been playing down half back and have to play on an opponent and yep. be, be accountable. And when I told him we're going to play him off a wing, he yeah, smiled from ear to ear. You awesome. Know, he just, just wants to run. I said, that's great. And we've got this of course he does. Jackson McEwen who played um, down at Rochester last year. Yep. And he's a gun, so I reckon they'll work him well. She's there and, strong too. Have you ever been over to that yeah, league? Yeah. <laughs> Wizard. Yeah. yeah. And Braden, the whole back six, we really like them because of their foot skills. That's where we want to get our drive and our yep. run. So yep. Vinny Utica will coach the back six. Yep. That's his job on the weekend. Yep. So um, Vince will call it the way it is. We all know that. <laughs> If he doesn't like something, we'll tell him. Yeah, so, well, that's, kind of, that's what you need in yeah. a coach. You know, but, no pussyfooting around. Can't but really excited. Hopefully I'll come in next week and tell you that I had a win. Awesome. Well, yeah. we, you, we probably won't wait till I'll probably Thursday. text you to school <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know how Braden and uh, Rhino go and, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, she right, up on the Facebook page and congratulate him for making the final 22. Actually, we'll do that before the mm. weekend. Mm. Um, that'd be good. We might put an exclusive up. Yeah, why not? Very shortly, actually. Beautiful. No worries. Awesome. Thanks, Donnie. See you, Jade. Pioneer Ford's end of financial year deals start now. Don't miss the ATO's 150K instant asset write-off. Huge savings on Rangers. Cracking deals on XLTs, wild tracks, and more. Plus massive savings for primary producers. Pioneer Ford. It's worth the drive. It's time to talk more funding for Robinvale. And I tell you what, we have got a lot of projects from all levels of government going on around the place at the moment. Member for Northern Victoria is on the phone. How are you, Mark? G'day, Jade. I'm well. How are you? <sighs> Tremendous with the announcement that Robinvale College have got another couple of hundred grand coming their way for an inclusive playground. How good is that? Yes, it's uh, um, look, one of the great things about this job is being able to announce these uh, uh, these new grants and uh, Robin Vale will get, as you say, two hundred thousand uh, dollars. It's out of a, um, a fund of twelve and a half million dollars, right around the state. Uh, Seventy-four projects um, across the board, all about the same uh, amount of money, and it's to build an inclusive uh, playground with some new equipment, um, so that kids of all abilities have somewhere that they can enjoy in the school playground. So. Um, it's a it's a great uh, it's a great project. Yeah, it really is a good project, and it's desperately needed because, as you say, it's for all abilities. So, um, and, you know, kids with additional needs, I suppose, 
need to be able to integrate into a regular school like Robin Vale College because we only have a choice of two or three if you include Euston around here. So being able to be included in play in the playground is really important. It, it, it is. It is. Um, all of the, the research, medical research um, uh, and experiences is that if you segregate kids because of difference, um, then uh, they will always be different. But if you integrate those kids into an environment and you you normalise the environment so that um, the environment that all kids are experiencing uh, for everybody in the community and not just the ones who have um, uh, certain abilities, then it does normalise that environment and gives everyone a greater opportunity. So uh, um, it's really, really important that uh, not from an ed- just from an educational perspective, but that social inclusion. Absolutely. And I think this will be the first All Abilities Playground upgrade in the Robinvale area, which is phenomenal. It is the first one as, as far as I'm aware. Um, yeah. So it, uh, uh, it's groundbreaking. And, and look, as you said in your introductory remarks, um, Robinvale is really going gangbusters right now. It's got lots of projects going on. It's on the map. And congratulations to you and the community who advocate very loudly for <laughs> uh, for inclusion in these uh, these government programs because you're being heard, um, you're being listened to, and uh, we're responding to those needs. So it's really great that uh, this is just one small part of an overall uh, uh, picture that's developing for Robin Vale, and it's a great community. It is a great community, and that's the first time anyone's ever called me loud, Mark. How very dare you! <laughs> You're <laughs> loud in the, in the best possible light, Jane. <laughs> That's the first time anyone's ever said loud in the best possible light. I can tell you that for sure. Now, you did say that there's a total in this Inclusive Schools Fund, there's 74 projects. Is Robinvale the only one in in your in the area of Northern Victoria? No, no. We've no? Uh, also given one to uh, Swan Hill Primary, so they've already awesome. they've also got uh, a couple of hundred thousand, and there's others going on um, throughout the electorate. And, you know, Northern Victoria electorate is a hundred thousand square kilometres. Mm, it goes huge. all the way over to the to the Alpine region and down below. So um, uh, there are others involved. And look, this is such an important fund because seventy five schools across our state. Now this is round six. So, you know, this hasn't just started. Mm. This is the sixth time we've gone through this uh, uh, this program. So hundreds of schools have now got these uh, these playgrounds, these inclusive school playgrounds, which uh, is just so wonderful um, for uh, all of our kids. Yeah, and there's also sensory gardens that are included in this um, in this program as well, which I just love the sensory, the touch, the feel, the smell, the taste type of um, of garden, which is such a great a great thing for schools to be able to do if they've got the resources, of course. Absolutely, I was uh, I visited Sea Lake um, uh, a few months ago now, and they've got a new sensory garden. Um, as part of their school environment, and the kids just love it. And particularly, you know, when we talk about kids with uh, of all abilities, we often think about um, physical uh, um, uh, differences between kids, but, of course, there's a range of different abilities. And those areas that will be funded through this uh, $200,000, so the Century Garden, um, tactile surfaces, quiet music areas, you know, it, it, it provides an opportunity 
um, uh, for kids regardless of uh, uh, of the abilities that they have. Mm. And this type of, um, I suppose, inclusivity or making um, all kids of all abilities, whether it's learning abilities, like you said, physical disabilities or whatnot, the outcomes for these young people in the future, that's the bit that really excites me because we're not only helping children develop on a much easier level now, but their outlook for the future is much, much brighter and therefore helping to develop a much more uh, stable, I suppose. It's, it's easier to, to raise strong kids than it is to fix broken adults. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, by, by the mere fact that we're spending all of this time, effort, money to, to um, ensure that kids, regardless of you know, the colour of their hair, um, whether they're in a wheelchair, whether they're uh, walking, whether they've got some other form of disability or if they've got all ability, the fact that we're normalising all of those things to the extent that, you know, we're and I'm saying this very clumsily, but um, it, our children are growing up in an environment where it's just normal mm. that people are different and that the environment around them is inclusive of everybody, regardless of who they are what they look like, um, where they come from. It doesn't matter. What matters is that they're part of the local community. That's the thing that's really exciting for me. Mm, And that's the thing that I look forward to seeing unravel in the future. It it is really exciting. Now, Mark, have you seen – you haven't been up this way for a little while, but have you seen all the reports of the Robinvale Community and Learning Hub, a.k.a. the new library? I have. And, uh, and look, you know, we started on this journey – um, for the for the new community hub about uh, five six years ago, I remember um, James Bellino, the acting premier, um, way back then talking about uh, providing some funding for a brand new community learning hub. I think it was back in 2016, 2015. Mm-hmm. You know, back back in that uh, that area, and I think we announced then uh, some five hundred thousand dollars for it. And of course, that's an exponentially, and you know. Over uh, over two million dollars now for the uh, for the hub, um, but it's really about um, from from people looking at all of these wonderful assets that we've got around the place, and particularly our schools, the mm. infrastructure. Why do we stop using that piece of infrastructure at three thirty when the kids knock off? Um, and it come, and of course it's becoming more and more um, regular for us to say, well, actually, there's no need, and this is part of that. Um, uh, and we've been able to develop this community hub so that it goes on being a wonderful community asset. It's uh, it's really exciting for Robin Bale, I think. Yeah, it really is, and it's a space that I love, and the staff are wonderful, and it's open till 6 on a Wednesday night for the community. There's story time. Like, it's just, it really is a, a beautiful building. And, in fact, the Robinvale College, in the last, since that sort of 2015 period, the college has come along in such big leaps and bounds with the, the maintenance programs, the new building, the community hub, and now with this inclusive play area, it seems like, you know, there is a lot of investment being poured into Robinvale from a state level at the moment. Oh, not enough. We want more. We yeah, want well, more that's true. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that's enough. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep pushing for more. But, yeah, look, it's uh, millions. It's climbing into the millions mm. now that, uh, uh, that we've invested in Robinvale. Um, and we'll continue to invest in uh, Robinvale, I'm sure, of that uh, moving forward. Um, as you said, unfortunately, I haven't been up there since uh, pre-COVID. Um, uh, so I'm desperate to get back up there. I couldn't get up there in March 
Uh, and my good friend, uh, Jala Fulford, was up that way, and she got to uh, uh, to open the, uh, uh, the facility. So I was very jealous, but she did come back to Parliament and give me all the uh, uh, the rundown of the uh, of the new facility, and she just loved it, mm. absolutely. So um, I'm itching to uh, to get up there. I'm I'm hoping hoping that I might be able to get up there uh, towards the end of uh, the end of May. So. Uh, Fingers crossed. Well, Mark, don't come empty-handed. You know what I say when we have when we have politicians come to town. Don't come empty-handed. Bring an announcement. Bring some money. Bring us a new ledger centre. We need lots more investment up here. I've actually just been out to Boundary Bend Olives at the moment, and the amount of uh, industry, agricultural industry, and manufacturing that's coming out of Northern Victoria at the moment is just phenomenal. Yep. Um, so yep. it is good to see well, some investment. Like if they say that Victoria is the uh, um, the pilot light for the national econ- economy, I'm saying that Northern Victoria is the, the pilot light for Victor- the Victorian economy. We are just doing so much, mm. so much um, uh, right across uh, this uh, this great electorate of mine in uh, Northern Victoria, whether it's uh, over in the Mallee or uh, well over it, you know, to the east. Um, down through Coryong and the Alpine region and the uh, the wine regions uh, through there, we are just doing so much. We had a regional sitting in Bright um, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, and the, the hotel that I stayed at uh, uh, overnight, the, um, the hosts were telling me they haven't had a day off since the start of December. Wow. Um, just being flat out. So, uh, you know, that's great for Northern Victoria and great for the Victorian economy. We are doing so much up in uh, Northern Vic and we want to keep it going. It, it though, Jade, is also creating um, a number of other issues for us, though. Mm. Uh, we know that housing is a problem, and, of course, it's long been a problem in uh, Robinvale. Um, uh, Casualisation of the workforce, that's a significant issue, you know, in the the notion of insecure work and what that means for people uh, in terms of their ability to buy a house. Mm. Um, uh, also just, you know, living from day to day with that in, uh, uncertainty of uh, uh, of work. So there's a couple of issues that are really starting to emerge as through, through all of the great things that are happening in Northern Victoria. We've still got some other significant projects. When I come up uh, at the end of May, I hope, that I'll be accompanied by uh, a very good friend of mine, Caesar Mellon, who's uh, also an MP, who's the Parliamentary Secretary for uh, uh, Adult Learning. Um, and uh, I want him to come up and visit with me and we'll go to the Learn Locals. And um, I want to find out from from people uh, exactly what their their problems, the problems are that they're experiencing in the workplace right now, you know, through that uh, Casualisation, insecure work, and also that flow-on effect for housing, because I think there's there's some real issues emerging. Mm. Yeah, there sure is. Well, if you're coming to the local uh, Learn Local, as in Network House, then you can come and have a chat on the podcast because that's where our studio is. So, isn't that very oh, convenient? I would love to come, and I'll bring uh, the parliamentary secretary with me, and. Uh, We'll love to sit down and uh, spend a bit of time with you on the podcast and uh, have a yarn. Fantastic. One other thing, Mark, when we're talking about uh, a few of the issues that Northern Victoria and particularly Robinvale has, and we know this from the the population study, and I'm just going to I'm just going to throw this at you now. We have a census coming up in August. 
How mm. important, and I have been talking about this till I'm blue in the face already and it's only May, but how <laughs> important do you think this census is, particularly for places like Robinvale, who anecdotally, well, we've studied it, we've paid a lot of money for the study, uh, to show that our, our actual population is three times what the Bureau of Statistics tell us it is. How important is it for people to actually engage with the census this year? It is so important. It, it cannot be uh, underestimated the importance of people participating in the census because what it means for a town like Robinvale is that governments, state governments, federal government, even local government, they understand um, the infrastructure needs of a community when they see the size of the population exceeds what they thought was there in, in the first place. So it really does shine a light on those uh, local communities. It really puts into play the issues that the local community has, so whether it's uh, local services, local infrastructure, um, uh, the need for, uh, for housing, uh, for jobs investment, whatever it might be. It could be local uh, medical services, you know, um, funding for the local school. Mm. That's where the, the, the census uh, data drives a lot of those um, uh, initiatives. So I, I absolutely join with you in saying, please, 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 if you live in Robinvale, if that's where your primary residence is, tell us that on the census mm. so that we know exactly how many people are there so we can build the services and infrastructure that you need to keep Robinvale a great local community. Mm, well said. And I suppose it's, it's important to to not only count the people that are in your house, but if you've got on-farm accommodation for permanent staff that you've got yeah. there, make sure everyone is included, regardless of status. The Australian Bureau of Statistics don't care who's there. They care about the numbers that are there, what what the demographics are and all that kind of stuff. So don't leave anyone out. It's so important and I cannot stress that enough. It would be nice to get a more accurate figure officially this year. Mark. Absolutely, because mm. all of the funds for those important services that government provide in Robinvale are driven by those numbers. So, absolutely. Mm, correct. If you, if you live in Robinvale or you've got people on your farm, whatever it is, get it filled in so we can help you. Yes, correct. Mark, thank you very much for giving up some of your time this afternoon. We really appreciate it. Thanks for the announcement. Hopefully next time we talk to you, There'll be more money coming into Robinvale for more services and infrastructure and things that, uh, I mean, there is money floating around at the moment. I know from a council point of view, there are, yep. we're getting funding streams coming from, from everywhere. And I'm guessing that's, that's uh, part of the, the COVID stimulus. But I tell you what, we are starting to really see some of these legacy projects being ticked off now from a council and a, a state government and federal government perspective. So it's so good to see and uh, we want more of it. We certainly do, and uh, look, I'll uh, I'll endeavour to do my best to uh, bring a bag of goodies when I come up there uh, in a couple of weeks' time. But uh, I look forward to visiting with you, and uh, thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. Pioneer Ford's end of financial year deal. Start now. Don't miss the ATO's 150k instant asset write-off. Huge savings on ranges, cracking deals on XLTs, wild tracks, and more. Plus massive savings for primary producers. Pioneer Ford, it's worth the drive. What am I doing? Can I start it? So it's become apparent after a VIP episode a couple of weeks ago that Charlie may have lost touch with the common man after going to South Yarra to visit a Barbaressa and test drive a Tesla. 
There are other parts to that story, and if you're a Patreon member, you've probably heard it. But this week, given that Pioneer Ford are back on board as our major sponsors, we thought we'd bring him back down to earth. Ow, 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 ow. Oh, Jim, we're here in the door. <laughs> <laughs> it is low, isn't it? <laughs> we thought it only right that Charlie should take the Ford Falcon loan car, the AU, the white one. We all know it. I think that car in its own right has a cult following. But we thought Charlie should take it for a test drive. Give us his feedback. Vision's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you explain why? Well, I don't know. I thought I was coming to test drive new cars. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's become apparent, Charles, that you've lost touch with the comment. This test drive should bring you back down to earth. It has already. What do you mean it has already? Well, look at that. Look how loose that is. <laughs> I'm sure the guy that played for would do a great job. <laughs> <laughs> it also brought up some nostalgic memories of Falcon's past, at least for one of us. You know what? Old cars have a distinct smell about them, don't they? Yes. This reminds me, so my Like someone's died in them. No? That wasn't where I was going. I was going to say, sorry. One of my best friends had her first car was her dad's EB Falcon. Oh, nice. Now that thing was a car. It was heavy as hell, but was awesome. And it ran until it had like half a million Ks on the floor. That was There's an incredible amount of safety and decorator features. Um, so do you want me to go through the safety features now? Sure, please run through the safety features. Well, it does say it's got an airbag here and an airbag there. That's about it. <laughs> what about... I feel like it's not five star. Can we just have a look at the roof for a second? Yeah, I love what they've done with this pattern. <laughs> Are they actual staples? Uh, maybe. Maybe don't look at them now while you're driving. But I think they're actually staples. We also figured we should do a 0 to 100 test when we reached a 100 kilometre an hour zone. Um, well, I've got the time running on the video, so. Oh. So, well, how are you going to. Uh, Hang on, give it 10 seconds. Starting in five. Can we turn the ABC off? Three, two, one. Oh my god, feel that power! Oh my god! I'll tell you when we can be 100. We have hit 100 now. 11 seconds. Wow. Jeez, it felt a lot more powerful than that. Jeez. Charlie did have a couple of positive things to say. So what it does do well is 50 k's per hour. <laughs> I can see why it's, a cult. it's got a cop following. From all those people that want to do 50 k's an hour. But you know what? Sometimes for city dwellers, that's all that it needs to do. Yeah. Maybe we should start the film before we get out of town. Mind you, Charlie is not a car expert. You ignore me now, aren't you? Yeah. We need to listen. No, EV film, it's whatever. You don't even know which one that is, <laughs> no. do you? Well, no, that could be that car sort of thing. Well, no, it couldn't because this, that's this a Camry. <laughs> I don't know, that's, that's exactly what I'm trying to point out. Join us next week when we take a new wild track on a test drive 
with Ben. I did have a playlist, but um, again, I can't hook it up to this car. Oh. Yeah, I had a driving playlist. Oh, yeah. It's like... It's old school. It's CD. still got a cassette player. Oh, look what it said to ABC. Yeah, it's your people, isn't it? That is my people. All the cookies are ABC. Yeah, I probably would never have bought an AU. Yes, I probably would have never been caught dead in one. Because back in the day, it was a holding man. Were you real? You know what? I used to have. Oh, you know what? We'll end it there. That's it. Oh, that was quite, that was um, an incredible amount of fun that we had yesterday with hmm. you in the, in AU. the AU. Yeah. I would like to see to the you. Comment, is this on? Um, yeah, oh, sure there is. You go. There you go. You can hear yourself now. Oh, um, I would like to put Ben in the car with you like we did with the wild track, which we'll hear next week. I would really enjoy sitting in the back. With you, with you two in the front, because also the wild track. What was well, the wild track? Was it an X? Uh, XLTS. No, it was a sport that yeah, we talked yesterday. XLTS or something. What? It had an S on the end. The, definitely. Oh, an S so it was an XLS sport. I don't know. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which was quite a nice car. Yeah. Hmm. Ute. Ute. Yeah. Vehicle. Vehicle. Um. um you what are you wearing there? Um, my hoodie. Oh wow, a lot of white flakes. No, it's, uh, what is it, Murray, what have we got, Netball region. Yeah. Oh. Yep. It's all fancy. Yeah, that's still running in the background. Yeah, Let's I know. turn that off. Good. Um, how are you, Charles? Uh, terrific. Really? Mm. Making, <laughs> can we talk about what you're... What's, What's making vegetarian salamis? Vegetarian sausages, actually. I was going to say, how would you even make vegetarian no, no, the salamis? salamis. They dry up too quick. Um, uh, well, we had some like leftovers and we had patties for lunch. Oh, yeah? And, uh, Al, if you're listening, I've got a recipe for you for oh. a, a good patty. I think Damo is probably who you need to talk to. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you'll need to convince. Uh, let's talk about the Jack Burger Bar, yes. which is a pretty exciting thing to happen in Robin Vale. Mm-hmm. I got to spend all of last Sunday afternoon Scoffing tasting. your face. Yes. And it was delicious. But did you enjoy your burger yesterday, even though it was sans yes, meat? Yes, no, it was good. Uh, I had, uh, what was it, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Oh, yeah, I did too, yeah. but with the buttermilk chicken. Yeah. Why would you go without buttermilk chicken? You know, why couldn't, this is what I need to talk to Damo about. Nom, nom, nom. Why can't he uh, do that chick, that buttermilk stuff, but mm. instead of having chicken inside, have a mushroom or some cauliflower? I don't know whether it would stick because, like, it, the chicken itself is soaked in buttermilk mm. and then rolled in flour, and that's how it – would it stick to it? I don't think it no. would stick to a mushroom, yeah. would it? Damo, if you're out there. You can try it, mate. Oh, he's out there. He's in the kitchen right now cooking more burgers. <laughs> Listening to this live. Um, yeah, well, there is vegetarian options, but... Um, There's going to be better ones apparently soon. Oh, yeah, but go the beef. Mm. Go the beef. In fact, I took one home to Luke last night. Uh, what did he say? Um, he woke up this morning. He goes, I'm not going to lie, I'm craving that burger again. He had the Mad Max. Don't shake your head. It would, like The Mad Max one is amazing. Uh, There's no reason you can't have sriracha mayo on a mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> or a bit of cauliflower, a cauliflower steak. Yep. A good lentil patty. Yep, that mm. is true. Mm. Mm. And uh, you can get back to uh, whatever it was that you were doing beforehand and your vegetarian sausages. We'll talk to you. Are you, you going to be here next week? Uh, no, nah, because I'm starting work. Well, I'll, oh, I'll get a ring in then. Oh, good. I'll get Donnie back.
Bye. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven by Pioneer Ford, Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.